1: friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, as always, another powerful episode, and speaking of power, across this powerfully oaken desk is DJ Micah Rez.
0: What's up, Dags? Hello, friends. That's my sexy voice. Mm. It is. Yeah. Very powerful. Did it, did it turn you
1: on? It didn't turn me off. Oh. See? It's very autumnal outside. Autumnal? Yes, we're ready for the equinox.
0: What's an equinox?
1: I don't know, but we're ready for it. Pretty soon you have to fall back and, what is it, fall back, jump ahead, what is it?
0: It is fall back, so we're going backwards in time. So we're going to gain an hour, which is cool because it's the first time in nine years I've been able to take advantage of this time warp.
1: We're very local today. Who does uh, daylight saving time? Um, Not very many people, right?
0: It everybody but Arizona,
1: Hawaii.
0: I think yeah, I think Hawaii does.
1: I don't think they do. You don't think so? No, negative Ghost Rider. Why not? I don't know. They don't do it.
0: So does that mean we're we're gonna be three hours ahead of them instead? Of yes,
1: four? they're on island time. They just chill. Really? That's so what I need to do. To the next R- episode, retire to the island.
0: Which island? Which one's your favorite Hawaiian island?
1: The last one I went to was the Big Island of Hawaii.
0: Oh, Hawaii?
1: Hawaii. And I enjoyed it. Good. Yes.
0: I've never been, but I'm hoping to go.
1: You, you should go, really. There's a bunch of different islands. They all have different vibes. Why? The last one I went to was...
0: What's that? Why do they have different vibes? What, it, what makes sets them up? Well, Oahu.
1: Oahu is a big city. Honolulu. Well, sure. I've heard so of it's, you So know, it's a huge city. Right. But then you can go to the beach. But like, the big island has a bunch of different, way less population bunch of different climates. I mean, you can go way up in the mountain. You can go down, you know, there's tropical, there's subtropical. There's, I think there's like 11 different climates in one island.
0: That sounds like uh, dumb science to me, but what do I know?
1: Yeah, it's cool. There's a desert on one side, arid conditions. You're making it up. And then there's a rainforest.
0: Like the Sahara and the Amazon on one island?
1: Yeah, isn't that cool?
0: That's weird. Powerful. Didn't know that
1: powerful welcome back friends welcome old g's welcome new listeners today's powerful episode we're going to be talking about king arthur legend of the sword is that how you pronounce it? sword
0: it has to be it is we're going to be talking good.
1: about the sword mm-hmm. legend of the sword sword and sorcery do you enjoy that genre Micro dj res
0: i do when it's done right i enjoy it pretty well actually i don't mind it at all i like medieval things
1: you know some of them are good some are bad but you should just keep making them and keep trying
0: absolutely like world war 2 movies i can't yeah you can't get those. enough of those
1: yeah. yeah why is that
0: i don't know i have a feeling like in a past life i was a medieval knight and a world war 2 hero that died
1: you died in the battle yep what absolutely. battle in the pacific or what what part of world war 2
0: i would have been in the in the europe fighting in europe and i i, I have a dr- a dream of, or a fantasy of me being a pilot shooting down bombers. You
1: would be a pilot. Yeah, what kind of aircraft? Do you know off the top of your head? No. The one that
0: flies. How
1: about a P-51 Mustang? Okay.
0: I'm, I'm for it. That's Excellent. Me. Yep.
1: I could see you in one.
0: Yep. I have a feeling I would have been one of those American pilots that went over early to fight with the RAF before America was actually in the war, you know, like Ben Affleck did in Pearl Harbor. That would have been me. I would have been Ben Affleck.
1: Would you have picked up a lady friend?
0: Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yep. Because I'm a ladies' man, even back then. You
1: are. Yep. You would have been. Yeah. Would you have been swab and debonair?
0: Yes. My my call sign would have been Bruce Wayne.
1: Bruce Wayne? Yeah. What do you think mine would have been?
0: Uh, Old dude. Why would you say old dude? Yeah. Come on, what? You're old. You'd be old. This back is then World too. War Two. Yeah, I know. You, you can still get old in World War Two. Yes. Times. Yeah. People didn't stop aging. Let me ask you this, Micro
1: DJ Rist. Sure. Have you ever gotten your ass kicked by an old dude? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Powerful. Put your Walker down. Yes. My Texas <laughs> Walker. I could see you in a Walker.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Powerful. I would use a Walker.
1: Yes. I would use a cane. but a sword? Yes, a sword a sword, a sword would be in there. Yep, you have to. And only the righteous person could pull it out. Oh, yes. Yeah. Here's where I insert the cool sword sound effect. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Sounds very nice. Good yes. job. Yes.
1: Speaking of swords, I was at White Castle. Yeah. See how I did that White Castle sword?
0: I did, I see Powerful. Segways are powerful.
1: Yes. It's a gift. So I enjoyed a meal at White Castle. Which one? The
0: number one with onions? And an My go-to
1: is 10 cheeseburgers, steamed. Steamed hams? The key is to get them steamed because if you don't get them steamed, the cheese is just kind of not melted. Sometimes it's melted. Sometimes it's, it's not. It is. It isn't. Whatever. So the key is to tell them to get steamed.
0: They used to automatically do that. Now you have to tell them to do that?
1: I think you do, yeah, because I've had it where I'm like, what's going on here? Why is my cheese cold and Yeah, not But it's cool they have that cool steam box. Yeah. It's kind of like Dune where you stick your hand in there and see how long you can do it.
0: <laughs> they put a needle next to your throat and say, don't move.
1: But here's the thing on the White Castles. They call them gut bombs. And it's because of the onions. So I did a powerful experiment.
0: Did you get some without onions? I
1: got 10 cheeseburgers steamed, no onions.
0: Did they laugh at you right out the door? Well, I had to
1: repeat myself a couple different times.
0: (laughs) You want what, sir? And I'm sure
1: they probably spit in it, too, because it's probably a pain in the ass.
0: Because,
1: you know, they worked the grill. They got everything all going. Yeah, it's all ready to go.
0: Yeah, their burgers are permeated on a bed of onions.
1: Permeated. I like that. So I went up there and I did my powerful order, brought it home. And the thing is, it's good and it's bad. The good thing is, you will not, they're not gut bombs with no onions. The bad thing is no flavor.
0: Oh, I bet. It's yeah, got all the flavors. Yeah, the, the key is are. yeah, the
1: key is that the meat and the onion are the flavors marry together.
0: Because they don't clean the grill. I'm kidding, kidding. White Castle. I know you clean the grill. I've seen it done many times.
1: But you think to yourself, do you really think you need to clean the grill?
0: Not if you flip them right and scrape it with the spatula and at the perfect angle. No. But honestly, n- n-
1: bacteria is not going to grow on there. It's no. too hot.
0: Yeah. It's a health thing, I'm sure. But I, would, I wouldn't I would care if they cleaned it or not. It's a flat top. Who cares?
1: It's just like blue jeans. You should never wear. Never wash. Never wash them. Yep. You knew that, right?
0: Yeah. yeah. No, if you wash denim, it actually damages.
1: Yes, you should wear stinky jeans all the time.
0: All the time. I think Levi's actually did a whole marketing campaign about not washing your jeans.
1: Your dungarees.
0: Yeah. But anyway, back to the White Castle.
1: The Japanese make the best denim jeans, by the way. Do they really? Hand dyed. Powerful.
0: I'm gonna have to do some research on that.
1: Yeah. So I'm gonna say, add your onions. Don't take the onions off.
0: I would never, never want to not have onions.
1: But it is pretty awesome because you can eat a ton of them. You don't get sick. You don't. Oh, I didn't I bet feel. It, yeah. I
0: didn't feel that. You know. Plus, you're not. Putting onions in there so that's more room for more burger. Yeah. More White Castle, more cheese, more bun.
1: I think next time just don't eat as much. That's <laughs> what I should do.
0: Yeah. See in high school there was uh four of us that would hang out with me and my buddy and then our girlfriends and we'd we'd go bowling in the middle of the week, like on a Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday. And we would uh have a contest. It would be the girls against the guys and whoever lost had to buy the White Castle. That was, that was the deal. And it was always 50-50 on who won and lost, but we'd always get two twenty 20-packs, and so we'd have 40 burgers between us. And my girlfriend routinely out-ate me. It was great. She'd always down like 11 or 12.
1: Was she a big gal? No, she wasn't at she all. Wasn't she wasn't a just, big Minnesota gal? Just loved White Castle. I think she's well, a who sheriff's doesn't?
0: deputy down in southern Minnesota now. Really? Yeah.
1: Minnesota, we call them gals gals. Yes.
0: You have to. I think that's the state law.
1: Do you say gals?
0: I don't purposely say gals. Sometimes it comes out, but I don't. I usually just say ladies or women or girls.
1: Speaking of that, the gals of November coming earlier this year. Really? Lives on, it's coming In up. on a big place it's called the White Castle. Yeah, when is that?
0: Uh, yeah, the no, anniversary of, of Gitchigoumi.
1: Gitchigoumi.
0: The, uh, the Wreck the legend of, the of the Edmund, Edmund Fitzgerald,
1: Fitzgerald on Lake Superior.
0: 29 Lives. One
1: of the most haunting songs ever written.
0: One of the best songs ever written. It is, written.
1: but it's haunting. By Gordon Lightfoot.
0: Yep. November 10th. It's coming up soon.
1: It really is. We should do a powerful episode.
0: On the SS Edmund Fitzgerald?
1: Yeah, that's a big deal in Minnesota. Big deal everywhere. It is. Why but, is that a big deal? Well, Lake Superior.
0: I know, but. Thousands of ships, literally thousands of ships, have sunk in that lake. Why is the Edmund Fitzgerald? So
1: name one, one, one? besides that that sunk. Well, you can't because it's exactly. the one that Gordon Lightfoot yeah. picked. Yeah. No, it's a big deal. What if it was like the— Well, it's a big deal because it happened in modern time, too.
0: Yeah, 1975. I mean, yeah,
1: it's not like it happened, you know, 200 years ago.
0: Right. It's probably because it's the most tragic because if they would have just waited, they would have survived because they would have stayed. Or if they would have left a little earlier— and weren't delayed by being loaded up, they would have made it. Yeah, it's 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 a sad story. It is. 29 lives lost, and the cook said it was good to know you.
1: Yeah, it was too rough to feed you, and then the next verse is good to know you. Good, and good to know you. Yeah. Yeah. It is either creepy. way, it's sad. Did you see the perfect storm?
0: Yes, that's the one with... uh with uh, Marky Mark. Marky Mark. Yeah. Yep. That's another creepy George one. George Clooney. Yes.
1: Yep. That's, that's a how good how movie.
0: That's how I learned to take waves head on. You always see those videos now, like those rogue waves in the middle of the ocean videos, these big cargo ships, and they take the waves head on, and I learned that from A Perfect Storm.
1: Yeah, Poseidon Adventure. Oh, man. Where Leslie Nielsen was the captain.
0: Leslie Nielsen. Yes. Like the only serious movie he's ever made, right?
1: You're right. Forbidden Planet was kind of serious.
0: That was kinda serious. It was. Surely it was serious.
1: Yes. Stop calling me Shirley. Mike Arez, let's get into your favorite movie. King Arthur Legend of the Sword. Sword.
0: Oh man. Let's get into King Arthur Legend Legend of the Sword. I forgot this movie was even made.
1: Twenty seventeen epic fantasy adventure
0: film. That's right. It was directed by
1: Guy Ritchie,
0: Mr. X Madonna. Yeah.
1: Madonna's a male
0: friend. Right. And he uh, co-wrote the film with uh, Joby Harold and Lionel uh, Wigram. And it is a story inspired by the Arthurian legends. Do you like saying Arthurian? It makes them sound fancy, doesn't
1: it? Yes. I I do like the legends though.
0: Yes. The uh, star or the star, the film stars, Charlie uh, Hunnam. or Hunam, from what show?
1: Sons of Anarchy.
0: Sons of Anarchy. He's the title character, and Jude Law, from many, many other different films and shows, uh, plays his evil king uncle, Vortigran.
1: Very Disney-like.
0: Very Disney-like. He was like the uh, like Scar from uh, Lion King.
1: Or Snow White.
0: Right. Uh, so he spends his time trying to find... Arthur, because he knows Arthur's still alive, because what happens in the beginning is Vortigrin stages a coup to try to take the power from, Couture-ta. Couture-ta, uh, from Arthur's dad, uh, who is played by Eric Bana.
1: The Hulk. Mm-hmm.
0: And they, uh, he kills Arthur's mom, uh, gets close to killing Arthur's dad, King Arthur's dad. Offs himself in this one by throwing Excalibur in the air and catching it in his back. And he turns to stone and sinks to the bottom of the river. Arthur gets away in a raft, boat, canoe type thing.
1: Very Moses like.
0: Very Moses like. And it is found by prostitutes floating down river. Or as he's floating down river, finds them, gets raised in a brothel, learns how to fight, and then. Somehow ends up back on a barge after he is found to not have the king's brand on his wrist, and this this whole thing is if you don't have the brand, you get cattled or herded onto a barge, taken to where the castle is where uh, his uncle was staying, and you get branded, and then you have to attempt to take the sword out of the stone because he's trying to find Arthur, uh, and then you find out well he's there. Big mean guard David Beckham is the one in charge making sure that all these dudes try to take the sword out of the stone. Now, Excalibur's magic only happens when both hands are on the sword. So Arthur tries to take the sword out one-handed, and David Beckham is pissed, and he's in charge of this whole thing. So he makes him take it out with both hands, and of course, he's Arthur, and it comes right out. But the power of Excalibur is too much for Arthur and he ends up passing out and he ends up uh, in the the jail where his uncle comes to introduce himself and the story picks up from there. Not much of the King Arthur story is actually told and it's, it's like they made it up as they went along.
1: Now, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Well, one of my first thoughts is when they showed him being raised by the prostitutes in the brothel. One of the things I really enjoyed was that they didn't spend, they didn't, they don't waste too much time on the past or t- or like showing you like long stories. They well, speed it up. Well,
1: Guy Ritchie, he's all about those jump cuts.
0: Right. And it was great. I loved it because it showed him being raised in this brothel. He was beat up a bunch of times. He learned how to fight. He was a hustler, kind of a con kid or whatever growing up and he was hiding his riches. But any other director or storyteller would spend 45 minutes on telling you that's part of his life. And thank God he didn't do that. I was happy about that. Then they kind of, the movie kind of, kind of goes off the rails for me because it, it didn't really know what it wanted to be. Did it want to be Harry Potter? Did it want to be Lord of the Rings?
1: Did Did it want to be Snatch?
0: Snatch, Star Wars. I Uh, mean, you know, when
1: they were doing that quick talking, like they're all gangsters.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Was Arthur an MMA fighter? I mean, was he being trained to be an MMA fighter, too, on top of it? I mean, it was just like
1: so many things. So let me tell you about a character, Kung Fu George. Yes. Now, what the fuck is with the goddamn martial arts? (laughs) And you know I've brought this up before. Yeah.
0: No, that was way out of place. I agree with you on this time.
1: Yeah, stop. There was was no no reason. It'd be like. If you're going to do the Bruce Lee story and you're going to throw in a bunch of knights fighting, I mean, it doesn't right. even make any
0: sense. No, it was, like I said, it, it this movie had no idea where it wanted to be.
1: And I can see if something's boring, spice it up, but, but knights fighting, everyone likes that. It's like a universal thing. Mm-hmm. It's like the army men, green army men, you know, knights. Everyone, you know, wants kids dressed up. They have the swords, you know, the cardboard shields. Right. There's no reason to throw kung fu into it.
0: Yeah, and then they had, like, this super archer who could hit people from, like, 300 yards away. I mean, what the—there's f- no way. Not back then. I mean, how—there's no aiming devices. I mean, these are just sticks with well, how about uh,
1: the elves in uh, Lord of the Rings? What'd you think of that fast archery? Did that bother you?
0: Yes, that bothered me. Oh, too. you didn't like that either? Mostly, okay. M- mostly because it's CGI, and it was very clumsy-looking CGI. And there's some clumsy-looking CGI in this one, too, especially— when he has Excalibur and he's outnumbered and all of a sudden he turns into the Tasmanian devil. Yes. And he's like spinning around, kicking everyone's ass, which is kind of cool. But the last scene where he's doing it, I mean, it was just, it was clumsy CGI. It wasn't even, didn't even look real.
1: What did you think of the giant elephants in the beginning?
0: I thought they were dragons at first. That's what I thought Because the trunk made it look like it was like a dragon swooping down. <laughs> and then that's what, that was a Lord of the Rings feel. Like Return of the King, you know, one of those yes. guys are traveling on those big like woolly mammoth elephant type things with the But
1: the scale tussles. was way off. I mean it was way, way I mean, off. That I mean, what was it? Like five hundred the dude's magic, I get it, the the warlock, but you could still have an elephant and make it look cool and like it's possessed or something, but not <laughs> some giant
0: like five hundred feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that got that threw me off. Because the bridge they were on, they were falling like eight hundred feet. Yes. And the elephants towered over that bridge. I mean, it was... Nice.
1: Mondred the warlock. What'd you think of him? He should have had more screen time. Exactly. What, the guy looked cool. Long. Why would you kill him off right away?
0: Yeah, within 10 minutes, he was dead. Yes.
1: Was and they, they should have had more of a battle over magic versus swords. You know, sword and sorcery. See what happens. Right. Well, I guess we know what happened.
0: Yeah. I mean, the mage was kind of cool. She had a good... That was a good character. She was possessing all the animals.
1: It was supposed to be Guinevere, and they changed it. That was supposed to be Guinevere?
0: Yes. I was wondering what the hell happened to Guinevere. And this yes. Is, spoiler alert, there's no Guinevere. There's no Guinevere. Guinevere. There's no Lancelot, either. There's no nothing. No Merlin. They talk about Merlin, but no Merlin. Way too... I don't like changing stuff. Yeah. You know what else that reminded me of? The movie 300. Can you guess why it reminded me of the movie 300.
1: I'm trying to think why the
0: foot soldiers. Oh yeah, yeah, and they wore those stupid masks, and they looked really cool in 300. When what are those what do they call them in 300? The ones with the masks. The immortals. Like, I like some of the the surrounding care. The supporting cast was probably the best part of the of the movie.
1: Betteviers sucked. I hated that dude.
0: Really? Not good. Why you you like him? That's the guy from Game of Thrones. Right? I don't even know what his his name is. Aiden something or other no no no
1: that's Goose Fat Bill he's cool (laughs) he's the skilled archer
0: yeah yeah Goose Fat Bill he's the one from Game of Thrones
1: no I'm talking about how do you pronounce that oh I see uh uh
0: Jamon yes yeah from uh Gladiator he was uh yes Maximus's buddy in Gladiator. Yeah,
1: didn't like him in this movie.
0: Really? He plays the same character in yeah, every movie. exactly. There's no no difference in any of his characters. It's always the same. The wise muscle group.
1: Yeah, I did. he was boring. Very one-dimensional.
0: Well, I think he just is as an actor. I don't think he brings much. I'm sure, you know, it was I thought he was great in Gladiator, but that was the first time I'd ever seen him in a movie. Yeah. And ever since then, he's played the same role in every movie.
1: How about the Moat Hags? What'd you think of them?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They were man. Um, I wish it would have been R
1: rated because I wanted to see some gratuity there.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I kind of thought there'd be some gratuity there too, but there wasn't. They just looked really slimy. The whatever they did, the CGI they did on that made them look. Pretty, pretty gross and disgusting, like they were hags. Yeah, I
1: thought it was kind of cool, though.
0: Oh, yeah, I did, too. Yeah. I, thought I mean, it's
1: cool to mix nice. it up. You know, the, the 500-foot elephants, no. <laughs> but I like that.
0: So Jude Law, man, he, he did not want to be a member of his family at all, because not only does he kill his sister-in-law, attempts to kill his brother, but he has to sacrifice his wife, and then he sacrifices his daughter. For what? Or dying. It doesn't get anywhere. Was that part of the story, like the original King Arthur story?
1: Well, they changed so much.
0: I mean, I don't get it. Yeah. It's Guy Ritchie, though, I guess. And and
1: the thing about this movie is it didn't even break even.
0: No, it got destroyed.
1: It it cost $175 million to make it. Mm -hmm. And it only made $148 million.
0: Plus, not only that, that was the budget of the movie. They spent $150 million on like marketing for this movie, too. So they never got that money back. It was, no. I mean, it was a disaster.
1: <laughs> and it was supposed to be six different movies.
0: Yeah. Can you imagine? I, <laughs> when I read that, <laughs> part, a little grandiose
1: like, thinking there, isn't it?
0: What the fuck are you thinking? Six movies? Are they going to make their own little universe? And I was thinking about that. We probably would have had number three come out this year. Because if this one was 2017, that was the first one. You know, the second one was probably a couple of years after that. And then the third one would have been probably around this time. Of
1: year. I mean, maybe a trilogy. I could see him thinking that. Right. Cause you have Even to though it wouldn't work.
0: Lancelot. You got to get Merlin in there. There's got to be an origin story for Lancelot somewhere. Merlin or maybe both. That's two movies. I mean, my God. There's, I think they were. they had way too much ambition for this movie.
1: What would you th- think of the lead character, Charlie, playing King Arthur?
0: That actually was a, probably a good casting. I, I could believe him as like a rough and tumble, got raised by prostitutes, but he's really a king. You know, he, he had like that machismo. I, I didn't mind it too much. I th- thought he did fine.
1: See, I, I didn't like it.
0: I don't think he had much of an accent.
1: You think he should have had more British accent,
0: I think he should have, yeah, is he British in real life? Yes, okay, yeah, he should have had more of a more of a British accent than if he was British in real life, or is British not was he either are or not, <laughs> but yeah, he uh, yeah, I didn't mind that too much. I like that you know some of these movies he can get kind of lost in like sexing it up too much, and they didn't do that, so that was fine. Like, Game of Thrones, they had to have, like, seven naked people in every episode.
1: Well, see, that's where I disagree. I think this should have been more sexy.
0: Well, they could have had more in it, but I'm saying I'm glad they didn't, like, make that the focus. Like, Game of Thrones, they would make a show around sex scenes, basically.
1: No, not necessarily. Did you watch the whole Game of Thrones?
0: I watched three seasons, and yes. I got bored. Just like, really? Yeah, just like— That's weird
1: you didn't like it.
0: The Walking Dead was the same thing. It was the same thing over and over again, so I got bored.
1: Did you like Breaking Bad?
0: Never watched it.
1: Wow, you should watch that, see what you think.
0: Yeah, I, I probably will at some point. But yeah, I never had the urge to.
1: See, I think that kid, I didn't like him as King Arthur. I think you need more powerful actor. I think Jamie from Game of Thrones.
0: Oh, sure, been. I could he, see that. Yes. Yeah, Jamie Lannister. Yes,
1: he should have been King Arthur.
0: He's more of a Prince Charming type, though.
1: Yeah, but I see that as King Arthur. I see that more as Lancelot. Okay, okay, I'll give you that. He'd be Lancelot. And you want someone more mature with maybe a little gray in the beard?
0: Yeah. Not Richard Gere. And not, you know, who would have been, I was going to say Sean Connery, but he already played Arthur, didn't he? Wasn't he? That was the Richard Gere, Sean Connery. So I'm pulling up
1: 1981. And that is Excalibur. That's the British epic. Medieval fantasy, directed by John Borman. So in that film, it is Nigel Terry and Helen Mirren.
0: Helen Mirren.
1: She was in there. Babe. Patrick Stewart was in there. Of
0: course he was. He was in yes. everything.
1: Liam Neeson. You could see him in there. Gabriel Byrne. See, I would. You should sit through that movie. Excalibur 1981.
0: I think I will. I could see Lee, uh, was Liam nee is that Sir Tristan or is that Sir Gawain? Which one was he? I can't remember. Oh, in did the 1981? Was, yeah. See, then that was the other thing. They changed some of the names. Yeah. Like he was Sir Gawain. Yeah. In this one. Why so, did you have to do that? Yeah. And Guy Sir, Ritchie, you know, George. He,
1: Guy Ritchie, I like his movies. I love Snatch. You like Excalibur? Yeah. I like Excalibur. <laughs> you know, but he tried to. You're right. He didn't know what to do with it. You make it like they're all gangsters and they're hoodlums and they're like a right. gang yeah. instead of powerful knights.
0: Yeah. And then they were fa- yeah, like they're fast talking, getting out of trouble. Like, yes. With whatever, what do they call them? The what was the bad guys' names of that that group, like the Black Knights or the Black? Yeah, knights I didn't or whatever they even whatever. It didn't work. No, it was uh, not a very well thought through script. I don't think. Like, yeah, it, it was all over the place. You could draw parallels. Like the part where he throws Excalibur into the water. As soon as he did that, I looked at my, my kid was watching this with me. I was like, Oh, it's Harry Potter. He yes. does the same thing in Harry Potter. And then as soon and then he falls into the mud puddle, and I was like, I guarantee you, he comes back up with the sword. And then he gets dragged down and then the lady in the water gives him the sword and he comes back up with the sword. I was like, come on. So like, that's really predictable.
1: You know, cause it, you're right. It didn't know what it is. It, Pirates of the Caribbean, is it supposed to be like that? Right. Is it supposed to be darker? Is it supposed to be a comedy? Is it supposed to be like the Guy Ritchie gangster movies?
0: Right. And then the other part, the other part of the movie that really bugged me is when Jude Law has Excalibur and he cuts the head of the snake off, and Excalibur gets stuck in the pillar. And now he can't get Excalibur out of the pillar either. You know, it's like, oh, every time it gets stuck in something made of stone, he can't, you know, nobody can get it out but Arthur. I mean, just come on. Yeah. You didn't like that? No, I hated it.
1: What'd you think of the snake?
0: Uh, there's a lot of snakes. Which one? Yeah. The one that crawled up his arm or the big giant one that ate everybody or? Would you have (laughs) rather had
1: dragons? Do you think that would have been cooler?
0: Yeah. That's a, see, medieval times call for dragons. Yeah. St. George dragons. Medieval creatures.
1: Yes. I agree.
0: Big dogs with dragon heads or lizard heads. You want dragons? Yeah, I
1: think Knights of the Round Table to me should be more epic. There should be more shiny suits of armor.
0: Yep. What do they call London? London Londoninium? Yeah. Sounded more like a uh,
1: powerful metal used in a Marvel movie.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking. Like a shield.
1: (laughs) What's that shield made out of? Londoninium? Germania. Ooh. Yes. So there's a powerful film in 1952, Mike or DJ Rez. I'm going to need you to watch. Ivanhoe.
0: Ivanhoe. Who's in that one? I'm going to look that up at the same time. that you. So I'm going to about. tell you who it is. Robert okay. Taylor
1: is Ivanhoe. Elizabeth Taylor is Rebecca. A bunch of different people in here. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about it here.
0: Is it a, a television film? Made for TV, 1982?
1: 1952?
0: God, British-American there historical
1: adventure epic film directed by Richard Thorpe. So it's about Richard the Lionheart, Norman, king of England, vanishes while returning from the Crusades, which is another cool topic.
0: Crusades are awesome. Yeah,
1: so one of the knights, the Saxon Wilfred of Ivanhoe, searches for him, finally finding him being held by a Leopold of Austria. An enormous ransom. Richard's treacherous brother. They always have to have someone in treacherous. Yep. Prince John knows about it, but does nothing, enjoying ruling in his absence.
0: Liz Taylor is in this one. And Robert Taylor. I bet you they were married at the time. I think so. <laughs> one of her many, many ex-husbands.
1: So, Knights of the Round Table has Part 1, Part 2, Sword of the Song, Adventures of Lancelot in the Lake, Evil Conspiracies. The final battles.
0: Looking at the cast for Ivanhoe, 1952, and they look like primudgy old actors that would be perfect for a medieval movie.
1: <laughs> what is your favorite medieval movie?
0: Uh, Braveheart's pretty cool. I like Braveheart. That one was one of my favorites. In my early, late teens, I didn't see it till I was like 18 years old.
1: Yeah, so I kind of lump all that together in medieval sword and sorcery. Yeah. You know, I know the nerds will.
0: Yeah, I like oh, that. Oh, that's one.
1: actually not a. <sighs> <laughs>
0: anything with swords in it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Anything about the Roman Empire is pretty cool.
1: Well, yeah, I count that too. You know, yeah. that's a whole different era, but Gladiator yeah, is gladiator cool.
0: Gladiator is pretty cool. I like that one. I like that one. That almost took over my favorite as far as that. How about 300? 300's good. I like, see, what I like about 300 is like the comic book feel, the way they shot that. Yes. Make it look. Frank Miller, yes. Co- comic booky, which is great. The one, uh, what was the sequel to that one? 300. Oh, God, it was so bad. I don't even remember. Yeah, that one wasn't that great at all.
1: No, not at all.
0: So that one, they just. Well, that,
1: a, I mean, that just shows you the actor.
0: They just made a sequel to make a sequel. You
1: need a powerful alpha male in a movie. And the problem with this one here, the King Arthur, that kid, he doesn't fill up the screen enough for me. He's not a big enough actor. He, he doesn't command the screen, the presence. Did you watch Sons of Anarchy? You don't. You think him as King Arthur. He filled up the screen. He was. I think he was. He had charisma to be the king.
0: For this movie, yes.
1: See, I disagree. I think he would be like a prince or he'd be a cool side character. They'd have a main dude, and then he would be, I don't see. He would
0: be the, like a supporting cast member?
1: Yeah, I don't see him as king. He's not powerful enough. Um, he's no King I mean, Leonidas.
0: Nobody's a King Leonidas. Oh, that's true. I mean, that's that's a powerful role. To,
1: he's no to Bill, Mel Gibson. How about that?
0: No, he's no Mel Gibson. That's true.
1: He's no Al Pacino. Oh.
0: <laughs> I was thinking, what if...
1: What if <laughs> Al Pacino what, is yes. King Arthur? Yes. I was thinking, what? let's say what <laughs> actors would be like if they're King <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> oh, you're trying to tell me that I got to pull the sword out. <laughs> 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 how about uh, how about Char- do, Charles Bronson? Yeah, I was gonna say do your do your Charles Bronson. How would Jar- Charles really? Bronson be?
0: Hey, this sword—it's gotta come out, right? Hey, <laughs> I gotta put two hands on it. Yeah, I gotta put two hands on it. Hey, eh, ma, watch this. No dice. <laughs> <laughs> how about Every Arnold? Every time somebody screws up, no dice. How about Arnold? Ooh.
1: Get to the round table. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to take the Excaliburs. <laughs> Stallone. He puts an ass on it too. Excalibur's. <laughs> I've got a- Guinevere. Come here. I'm horny. Guinevere. I'm sorry. There is no Guinevere in this movie. <laughs> ah, uh. <laughs> Give me the mage. There's the mage. Oh,
0: God. Possess his Would you say Stallone? Yeah, Stallone. Be like, hey, yo, Adrian, <laughs> watch me pull
1: this sword out. You know, I'm trying to get this sword out of you, and you know. <laughs>
0: you would have to do like some kind of like montage. Yeah. (laughs) Well, there was there was a montage in there. What is it? Was yeah. Yeah, What is
1: that dark? What was that stupid dark? The dark lands. (laughs) Yeah. They had the dark lands montage. That's right. So if they had Arnold, Paulie would be after be in there.
0: Oh yeah. Hey Paulie. Hey swords? Are you mean Stallone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Stallone. If Stallone was in there, you'd have to Uncle
0: Paulie in there. Hey, old Pauly, come
1: here. <laughs> I don't want
0: to. <laughs> you can get it, Rock. Hey, Mick, where'd you come from? <laughs>
1: Mick. <laughs> you don't get a shot at the Rock. <laughs> you got it, kid. No. God. You know, I, I think it's Curse, though, this uh, King Arthur, because there's never been a really good movie.
0: Nope. You're right, there hasn't. Well, maybe what's the... This- that Disney movie, Sword in the Stone?
1: No. Oh, I tried. Yeah. I don't think there's any good Disney movie.
0: <laughs> oh, no. The Disney nerds are going to come after yeah, you. Yeah, we'll
1: let them come. They're still waiting in line at Disney World. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're overpaying at Disney yeah. World?
1: You ever see how much it costs? The uh, parking, the food, the...
0: So, uh, I just heard on Twitter, saw on Twitter, one of one of my Twitter... Mutuals, as the kids call them. Uh, he your posted, Twitter wife or what? No, no, he's not my Twitter wa- well, wife. Well, but you never know. Yeah. Anyway, he just posted for him, his wife, and two kids for four days. It was going to be a thousand dollars at Disney World.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
0: A thousand dollars for four days, four people, not airfare, not airfare, not lodging, That's not fun. lodging. That's just to hang out, eat food, and. Your thing at Disney World—that's access to all their parks.
1: Did you guys ever do it?
0: No, we never did that as kids. And I don't—I'm not in any hurry to take my family to Disney World. My kids are grown up now, but
1: they ever ask or not?
0: They never ask.
1: I never liked Disney as a kid.
0: I liked Disney. I just—I
1: didn't. I didn't Mickey Mouse. I never got that. I never not Goofy. I loved. I mean, maybe if you're three years old. I mean, I liked... Uh, 43, is that kind Yeah, of? exactly. There wasn't enough edge to Disney, you know? I wanted <laughs> well, some more edge.
0: Well, Walt Disney himself had some edge. Yeah. but uh, Nobody wants to talk about that ever. No,
1: but w- there were too boring. I mean, I liked Tom and Jerry. I liked...
0: Hanna-Barbera. Uh,
1: I liked Popeye.
0: Popeye was good.
1: Popeye had a hag, a sea hag.
0: Yep, he also yes. had olive oil.
1: Yes, and Alice the Goon. Do you remember Alice the Goon?
0: It sounds very familiar. But big
1: it. chick, big powerful shoulders and oh, small yeah, head. Oh, yeah, 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 she, yeah. I love Popeye. I love Popeye.
0: They, who is the, the baby? Sweet Pea. Sweet Pea. Yeah. There it is.
1: Yeah. And then there's Jeep. It's Jeep. You don't know who Jeep is? No. Look up Jeep right now.
0: Popeye Jeep? Yeah. All right, let's see what I can find. Now, Ludo, I call him Brutus. I was going to say, he had two names, and you knew the other one. Oh, Brutus. Okay. Oh, yeah. Was a cat dog thing?
1: But it was a weird character. I don't know, and he ate... The
0: mysterious animal with magical or supernatural abilities.
1: Yeah, why was he in there? He had super... And he ate... What did he (laughs) eat? He ate chrysanthemums or some weird... What plant did he eat? He ate a weird flower.
0: Okay, Eugene the Jeep was a gift to Popeye's girlfriend, Olive Oil. From her uncle Ben, who found Eugene in Africa. The Jeep is a yellow creature. Orchids. It's a yellow creature about the size of a dog who walks on its hind legs. Bear-like head and ears, but a large nose, long tail, and protruding belly. Jeep's diet consists only of orchids.
1: Eugene the Jeep.
0: As his language is limited to the word Jeep, Eugene primarily communicates through body language. Probably a lot of flickering the birds and grabbing his crotch I bet probably exposing his you know lifting his tail when he walks away like a cat showing off its asshole I bet mm. he did that quite a bit when he was pissed he possesses high intelligence so as to help humans such as Popeye and olive oil solve complex problems like hmm, how do you open up this can
1: of I mean it's so weird it's like uh the Flintstones. you yeah, had the great gazoo. Remember that?
0: Oh yeah, the the Martian. Yeah, it doesn't even
1: make any sense.
0: Yeah. He also appears in Popeye and Son later. He's from the fourth dimension. What the hell? Exactly. How high do you have to but be? But see, in that's cool. Disney didn't do that. that. No, Disney. Disney didn't had
1: do stupid that. Pluto. Or, I mean, what the, what is it? Stupid Pluto and. I mean, that was cool. Fourth dimension. you had. Creature is
0: eating orchids and ahead of its time for sure. Yes, <laughs> powerful. <laughs> That's weird. I don't get why they usually when a show adds a character, it's because the show is starting to bomb. So they have Are to you saying Jeep is
1: Ted McGinley? It could be the Great Gazoo. Know.
0: The Great Gazoo. That was one because that he was introduced later when that show was getting on. But those were some of my favorite episodes. Especially like when Fred like forgot his anniversary and the Great Gazoo was helping him find a gift.
1: Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy anniversary! Happy, 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 happy! Who did the voice of the Great Gazoo? As powerful trivia for you, oh, Mike or DJ Rez. Uh, I will give you a hint. Fred Barbera. Cast. comedian
0: at the time. Yeah, Well, would you have? But when were the Flintstones around the '50s and '60s? I'm
1: I'm slowly narrowing narrowing it down for you. Bob Hope. That's a good guess. Um,
0: George Burns.
1: Uh, Narrow it even more down. Carol Burnett. Oh, God.
0: Um, is that the bald dude from the Carol Burnett show? Or Harvey Corman. Harvey Harvey. Harvey. Yes. Yeah, damn it. Isn't that cool? Well, That's your trivia
1: there. of the day. Harvey Corman.
0: Harvey Corman's funny.
1: Yeah. He was in the military. That's why he was called Harvey Corman. 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 Corpsman.
0: Now, did he ever kill anybody? sure he has uh, who is the uh that british actor played sauron from lord of the rings He's lee christopher lee christopher lee okay so christopher lee in real life was part of british special special ops in world war 2 and he actually killed people in real life like he was a spy and one of the funny stories is peter jackson was trying to Direct him on how to, how to act and what sound to make when he gets stabbed in the back. Christopher Lee said to Peter Jackson, don't worry, I know the sound of what a man makes, the sound a man makes when he gets stabbed in the back. Wow. Yeah. So that was when Peter Jackson was like, all right, this guy's a badass.
1: Harvey Corman was in the Navy in World War II.
0: So why wasn't he Harvey Seaman?
1: Why would you do that?
0: Why would I do what?
1: Put some respect on his name. Oh. Harvey Korman. But I wasn't even
0: Mr. Seaman.
1: Did you ever see uh, High Anxiety?
0: Mm, probably not.
1: Powerful film. I'm mean, going to need you to watch.
0: Who was the other guy in the Carol Burnett show?
1: Tim Conway? Tim
0: Conway. That was another thing. They, those two together were hilarious.
1: They were. And <laughs> Mama's family?
0: Yeah. My, uh, my grandma loved Mama's family. And there's some really good memories of me, my great aunt, and my great grandmother watching mama's family in my grandma's living room together.
1: That's a wonderful story. Thank you, Michael. You're my welcome. Thank yes. you. In case anyone's wondering, it warms the cockles. What? It warms your cockles oh. on this autumnal day. Whoa. Well, friends, I hope you enjoyed this powerful episode. How'd you like that segue? <laughs>
0: talking about cockles. We and had man. a great time
1: tonight talking about King Arthur, various movies sons of anarchy we just ask you one thing please tell a friend about our podcast like our dj rez the amazing pop culture podcast is growing leaps and bounds
0: i see that we're up to 119 ratings
1: we're going to need 120 that is on apple podcasts we are available everywhere podcasts are found make sure you follow us on twitter at amazing pop pod check out our instagram page like our facebook page we have powerful merch just in time for the holidays. We're on Linktree. If you go to Twitter, Instagram, we have powerful links there for our merch. Mm-hmm. I'm wearing it right now.
0: Looks amazing.
1: Thank you. It is amazing. Thank you. Powerful wordplay. Do you have any parting words, Mike or DJ Riz? Do you want to plug anything?
0: Um, yes. Nitro Wave TC. Look it up. We're everywhere. That's all I got.
1: Powerful. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture Merge. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production.